TheChairShot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always. Always. Use your head. You are now listening to ChairShot Radio. Always use your head. Welcome to another edition of Chair Shot Radio Sunday Morning Special. It is me, it is the lawyer Dave Unger. I am back here today. Patrick O'Dowd is busy working, celebrating his birthday, and doing an enormous amount of things that are probably, eh, arguably more important than what we're talking about. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. But I'm not alone today. I'm, I'm bringing in the big guns to talk about the NHL playoffs, which are beginning today. It is the one and only PC Tunney, the best friend of the Attitude of Aggression Wrestling Podcast and Chair Shot Radio. He is Mr. Chair Shot Radio. Mr. Tunney, first off, as we are recording this, everybody wish Mr. PC Tunney a happy birthday as well. Happy birthday, PC Tunney. How are you doing, buddy? Oh, hanging in there. You know, life's rough, getting old, but everything still works for the most part. We'll knock on wood, and uh, it's good to be back here at uh, Chair Shot Radio Sunday morning, hanging out with you. Yeah, unfortunately, Father Time's undefeated, so somebody's got to beat word. somebody's got to beat that asshole. So anyway, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's great to have you on. I know Pat's busy with with uh, real world stuff, but I did. I know he and I kind of like did a mini preview of the playoffs last week, but now the playoffs actually start in NHL. The matchups are set. We're gonna kind of run down just real quick. Look at the look at the matchups we've got. Kind of get Mr. Tunney's feel as to where things are going. I don't think my feelings have changed much, if any, over the past week. In fact, I might <laughs> I might feel a little bit less uh, favorable about my team than I was to begin with. But let's kind of start. Uh, you know what? Let's let's go to the West. Let's start with Patrick's division because he's not here, so we can talk about all this shit. So we've got the uh, Colorado Avalanche ended up winning the Presidents trophy they had the most points in the league they pulled that out the other night them in uh, vegas were fighting over that number one seed i'm not sure it really matters that much the avalanche are playing patrick's beloved st louis blues in the first round of the playoffs uh it, the blues are going to be big big underdogs they finished some what 20 points behind <laughs> colorado give or take some in the standings leading into the playoffs uh, there's no reason to think that St. Louis can really hang with Colorado other than the fact that it's the NHL playoffs. And as we've seen time and time and time again, you get a hot goalie, uh, the puck bounces a little ways here, some puck luck there. And the next thing you know, you've got a major upset. Do you see that happening here, Mr. Tunney PC? Do you see the blues having any chance against the avalanche? No, I think what you're going to see, considering what they had to do this year, right? Like all your games were within your division and everything else. You've played everybody so many times that it, it's going to be a little bit less like a less like a normal year for NHL playoffs where anything could really happen. But I think you start with these division matchups. And I think especially with the one seeds going up against the four from their division, I, it's a lot less likely. Maybe the two, three will have a little bit of difference, but I'm looking forward to when we get start getting some interdivision play here as we move along in the playoffs because we really will find out if some like Colorado could easily be like only the sixth or seventh best team in the NHL just because they've beat up on everybody else in the West, right? And that could be proven for either any of these divisions on 
we're really going to find out what division is strength and strong and things of that nature. I'm also interested to see what's going to happen with the Canadian teams. But as far as the Colorado Avalanche, they've been having a hell of a year. Like you said, President's Cup winners, I don't see. Unfortunately, Patrick, I don't see the Blues doing much more than maybe taking a game in this series. Yeah, I uh, I mean, Colorado's just loaded and they showed no signs of slowing down. They kind of started slow. They were my pick when the season began to win the Cup. I'm not changing that. I'm with you. I think maybe St. Louis gets a game, possibly two, just because they were the champs a couple years ago. They've been there. They've done that. Uh, You raise a great point. These first-round matchups and the second-round matchups are going to be really interesting because they are teams that have played each other so much. When you get to the Final Four and those teams that haven't played each other at all this year, unlike years past, or at least even like in the Stanley Cup Finals, you've played the other team twice, so you know kind of you have some sample size. You're not going to have that at all here. That's going to be interesting. I'm going to take Colorado and I'll give St. Louis some respect six games, but I think the Avalanche take it. Uh, the other series should be closer. The Las Vegas Golden Knights against the Minnesota Wild. Uh, not much separating those teams as far as the standings go. But, you know, for me, Tony, Vegas just looks like this is a team that has been in their short history. I mean, you're talking about a team that's been around. This is their fourth year of existence. They've made the playoffs every single year. They made the Stanley Cup final their first year that they were ever in the league and then fell to my Washington Capitals. Thank you, Vegas, for that one. But, you know, they they are it's weird to talk about it. Four years in the league, they are a powerhouse, a perennial powerhouse in the NHL, which is strange. But you know, I like Minnesota. They're a good, solid team. They're going to push Vegas. I think Vegas has got too much for them. I'm taking Vegas at six. Uh, how do you feel about this one? I like Vegas at six as well. If you look a little bit deeper into the stats, yeah, Vegas has only scored 10 more goals than Minnesota, but they've given up 36 less. Like they have got them by like plus 46, 47 in goal differential, right? So, Whereas the standings, the points in the standings may be a little bit closer than you would think from other ones. When you look at the goal differential, Vegas is just a much better defensive team than Minnesota. And you talk about being set up for success. The NHL actually revised how they set Vegas up for success for what they're going to do with Seattle. People kind of came out and said they gave them a little too much too soon there and really you know, wanted them to be successful. But that's okay. I don't mind that. Another really good team in the NHL, you know, right away is nothing wrong. But yeah, I, I think Vegas here, I, I'll see a gentleman sweep again in five. I just don't see the wild hanging with the Golden Knights here in a, in a even get to game six. So let's, uh, let's switch over to the Canadian division, also known as the Scotia North division, where you've got the number one seeded Toronto Maple Leafs taking on the Montreal Canadiens, an original six matchup. Uh, we haven't seen these guys since I think 79 is the last time the Canadians and the Maple Leafs met in the playoffs. That's a long damn time ago. The great thing about the North division is you're going to get a Canadian team to the final four. And it has been quite a while since you had that. No Canadian team has won the cup since 1993. I think Toronto's last one was 54, 48, somewhere ridiculous like that. Uh, you know, Montreal is one of these teams. Well, I, I'm going to turn it over to you first. I want to hear what you have to say. Maple Leafs, Canadians, Maple Leafs going to be heavily favored. They were the juggernaut of the North division for much of the year. They were Patrick's pick to win the Stanley cup. What are your thoughts on Maple Leafs and Canadians here? Well, good for Canada, right? Like you said, more than ever, they're going to have their best chance at possibly winning a, a Stanley cup, right? So you get them in the final four 
I, I just I I don't see any four seed beating a one seed just because of what we talked about before. Not to jump ahead of ourselves, but you've this is kind of a proven thing, right? And it's not like it's it's not like football where it's hard to beat a team three times in one season, you know. So I'm interested to see if Toronto and and Edmonton can win their series and Connor McDavid. But yeah, I'm going to go with the Maple Leafs here, and I'm sure all the people in Toronto are really hoping that they could possibly get that Stanley cup. They've been looking for most of them their entire life. Yeah, exactly. I, I think Toronto's got too much. I mean, Austin Matthews was just dominant this year. Absolutely. A, a force to be reckoned with. I think, yeah, Toronto takes out our, yeah, Toronto's going to take out Montreal in five jets. Oilers is going to be a little bit more of a interesting matchup. I'm not sure which one is uh did the jets get the two seed or did the Oilers, the Oilers, the Oilers are the Oilers two seed. Did. And the Jets, I, you know, Edmonton, this one, this one's going to be tough because Winnipeg can cause some problems for some people. Edmonton's got all that talent and we've been waiting for them to kind of come through with all that talent for a long time and they haven't yet come to fruition yet. Connor McDavid is an absolute monster, man. I, I think I'm going to take Edmonton in seven in this one. I think this one goes the distance. I think Winnipeg really pushes them. McDavid is going to be the difference maker. Uh, I, I like I like Edmonton's makeup, team makeup, a little bit better than Winnipeg's. But, I mean, we're splitting hairs here. I think this is going to be a hell of a good series. I'm going to take Edmonton very slightly. That home ice advantage might make a difference. But I don't even know. what are they? Do we even know what they're doing in, in Canada? Are they traveling back and forth, or how are they doing this? It's not a bubble this time. Well, I mean, the Canadian teams haven't left Canada because you have to quarantine for two weeks, so... I don't know. They're waiting to see what the restrictions are going to be once they get to the semifinals to see whether or not that American team can travel to Canada. Otherwise, I'm guessing you're going to get a neutral site in America uh, for for the conference finals with the Canadian team. Uh, what is it? The North and the who would the North play in the semifinals? Well, the way they've got it set up for a is, second, it's, is it's, that it's, going by points. It's going by points. They're do whoever makes it out. You know, one, two, okay. three, four. So we don't know exactly who they'll be playing yet. But yeah, that. That could be the case that it ends up being um, a neutral site sort of situation. Hopefully Canada just relaxes a little bit. I mean, the Toronto Raptors have been playing in Tampa all year. So, you know, that, right. uh, but as and for the, the Blue Jays as well. Yeah, exactly. Playing. As for the Jets and Oilers, who do you got in this one? This is going to be a tough one. I like the Oilers. I like Connor McDavid to bring this crew together and step up and win a playoff series. Cause I would really like to see what the Oilers do against Toronto. I think that's a series that everybody would really enjoy, especially up in Canada. So, I'll take Edmonton in six. I got Toronto sweeping uh, Montreal, by the way. Ooh. No love for Montreal. You know, you may, might be right about that. You you may very well be right. I mean, Toronto. Sacre bleu. <laughs> Where's Kevin Owens when we need him? Uh, let's go over to the Central Division. This this is going to be, these are the most interesting matchups, I think. Well, other than the East is going to be tough, too. But you've got the Hurricanes and the Predators. Now, if there is a four seed that has a shot, it might be Nashville, but Carolina is awfully, awfully good. The bunch of jerks just keep getting better every stinking year. I don't think too many people thought that they would take the division, but here they are. Nashville caught fire at the end, held off a good challenge from the uh, Dallas Stars and, and got that four seed. Uh, who do you, I mean, does Nashville have any hope in this one, Tony, or, or is it all Carolina here? No, I, I think out of all the divisions and all these first, second round matchups, this first and second round matchups are going to look the most like a regular NHL. I think this is the closest division as far as talent goes. And we've seen them throughout the season. 
I mean, you got the defending champs coming in with the three seed, but I like what Carolina's doing. I just don't think Nashville has enough. I think they're the most likely to pull out a first round win as a four seed, like you said, but I'll stick with Carolina. They've been pretty darn consistent, especially the second half of the season. So I like Carolina. I'll, I'll go Carolina in six. Yeah, I'm with you. Carolina in six as well. The other matchup is the really tough one. Uh, I, I say it's really tough, but I kind of think it might not be because the Florida Panthers are the two seed, the defending champion, Tampa Bay Lightning, your Tampa Bay Lightning, the number three seed. But the Tampa Bay Lightning have not been the real Tampa Bay Lightning until now. Florida's going to get to see the real Lightning. They're going to get Kucherov back for the first time this year. Stamkos is going to play. This is going to be Tampa Bay at full power. I don't think Florida can match up with the defending champions at full power. I, you'll be happy to hear this, Tony. I'm taking the Lightning in six to knock out the Florida Panthers. I think they've got too much when they are full strength, if they stay healthy. Now, if Kucherov, Kucherov or Stamkos goes down or, or Vasilevsky has a, a shitty run, then you know all bets are off. But I think if Tampa's healthy, that experience comes through. They've got the horses to get them by. Florida is still a team that's evolving. They really took a major step forward, obviously, this year. But I think if the Lightning are healthy, they stay healthy. Florida can't match them. I'm taking Tampa in six. Yeah, if Tampa, like you said, can fall back into that same playoff form they had last year, because they were excellent last year in the playoffs, it was a really nice run for them. And I am a big Lightning fan. So, I, yeah, I'll go Tampa in six. I, I'm just hoping, like you said, all them key players can fall back into those places they were last year and, and they can make another nice run. Because, I mean, when you line everybody up and everybody's healthy, I don't know if there's a more talented team than Tampa Bay. Well, not in. The, well, I mean, that's tough. When you look at teams like Colorado and you look at teams like Vegas, yeah, they could probably match Tampa, you know, just on paper. But as we saw last year, you don't win games on paper and Dallas was able to get by both of those more talented teams and get to the finals. So, but yeah, if Tampa's at health, full strength and they're healthy, there is not a better team in the NHL than them. Again, on paper, we've seen time and time again, how that works out. Let's go over to the East division. We'll save my team for last. They're the ones who are starting the uh, playoffs in a few hours here. The Pittsburgh Penguins kind of surprised a lot of people, including me, by winning the division. It makes me nauseous to say that, but it is what it is. And they're taking on the a team that I thought was going to win the division, but ended up taking in the fourth seed, the New York Islanders. If there's another four versus one matchup that could go sideways for the number one seed, it's probably this one. The Islanders are no team to be trifled with. They've got talent. They've been inconsistent. You got Barry Trotz, a Stanley Cup winning coach behind the net. They have lots of experience with the Islander, or with the Penguins, including in the playoffs, where they bounced them a couple years ago. So uh, I think it was the Islanders who bounced. Yeah, the Islanders took them out. So, you know, I don't think that, you know, betting against Sidney Crosby, betting against Evgeny Malkin, betting against that Penguins team, I think is a bad idea right now. That, as much as I despise them with every fiber of my being, this is a team that won back-to-back Stanley Cup championships. The core of that team is very experienced. They've got young players. Gensel is a an absolute nightmare. Brian, Brandon Rust, or Brian Rust, is looks like he's going to be healthy. I like the Penguins' goaltending. Seems to be a little bit better. New York's has been spotty at times this year. I'm going to go with the Penguins in six in this one. I just think they've got too much talent. New York's uh, New York's just not what they were a year ago. I mean, this is going to be the last. 
maybe they ride that wave of emotion because it's going to be the last series at Nassau Coliseum. Maybe that gives them some boost for those games in New York. I don't think it's enough to get by the pens, though. I'm going to call the upset here. I'm going to I'm going to take the Islanders like you said before I maybe I was wrong when we went over the central. Maybe this is the division that's going to look the most like a normal playoff. Some upsets going to happen here, right? I mean, and you don't really consider the Lightning over the Panthers an upset. So, I'll say the Islanders go ahead and win this in 7. Crosby's got a lot of talent along with a lot of those Pittsburgh Penguins, but they're not always the most consistently out there with 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 a supreme edge. And, you know, like you said, I I think that the Coliseum's going away. We'll, we'll see the Islanders make a nice run here in the play. You know, I won't be mad if the if the Islanders take out the Penguins. It'll be it'll be a good day for me. I, I you know, which one do I hate less? The Islanders barely. But, you know, it is what it is. Then we get to the the final matchup of the East. It is the Bruins, Boston Bruins taking on the Capitals, my Washington Capitals, the Caps are the two seed, the Bruins are the three. They start off in Washington. I want to hear your thoughts on this first, see what you think, because I want to see if I'm I'm in, in lockstep with you on this one. Well, it's kind of like a you know matchup of different teams here. One is a little more defensive, one's a lot much more offensive, right? Um, I think Washington is just going to get it done. I don't necessarily know how much star power the Bruins have anymore, what they can really put together. So I'll take the caps and the home ice and I'll take them in six here. I'll take them in six, a hard fought battle though. in this series, definitely no love loss for either of these two teams across the ice. No, there's not. And, and I would really love, I hope you're right. I hope you're right, but I'm actually going in the opposite direction and picking Boston in six. Wow. And I think the problem is I'm still very uncertain about the caps and goal. And I think Boston's got a big advantage there. Tuka Rask, he's got something to prove. Remember, he tapped out of the bubble last year. He opted out midway through the whole thing, took his ball, went home, said, I don't want to be here anymore. And, and I, I respect his decision for that. But, you know, he's got something to prove. Uh, Boston's got something to prove against Washington. They have not met in the playoffs since 2012 when the Caps knocked them out. Joel Ward's overtime goal. Uh, the Caps have dominated Boston in the regular season recently until this year where they split they don't like each other. This is going to be a very physical series. We've seen a lot of bad blood between them as the regular season went along. So I, I think I really think that and the Caps have some questions as far as injuries. I don't know what TJ Oshie's status is. Ovechkin looks like he's back at 100%. That's going to be a big boost for them. But yeah, I mean, Evgeny Kuznetsov is on COVID protocol. I don't know if he's back without him. I don't see how they beat Boston. Boston's got, you got Brad Marchand, you got uh, Tyler Haller, Taylor Haller, whoever they got, they got somebody in uh, in the trade, and he's fit in perfectly for the Boston Bruins. I think goaltending is a difference. I don't know who the Caps are going to roll out there. Vanacek is is still young. Maybe he pulls off a Braden Holpe like performance. I don't see it happening. I think Boston's got too much of an advantage in goal. It's going to get them by the Capitals. As much as I hate to say it, I said Boston in seven last week. I'm going to scale that back to Boston in six. They get it done. Oh, wow. They get it done in Boston and, and put this thing away and makes me sad. But yeah. the caps. Either way, you'll be. Either way, you'll be happy. You'll be you'll be happy you predicted correctly, or you'll be happy you were wrong. Yeah, I hope I'm happy I'm wrong. I I think you know if if Henrik Lundqvist hadn't had the heart condition and he was playing in this series, I would take the Caps in six, just like you were saying, because he would be the difference maker. And I think the Caps would go on a long run. But without Lundqvist and goal, um, you know. It, you know, if if Laviolette does something crazy and starts Craig Anderson, Craig Anderson looked fantastic against the Flyers, like the next to the last game of the season. 
I think he earned it. He's got all that experience. And I, it's like, you know, if you're telling me I'm going to start a rookie with Vanacek, who's over exceeded everybody's expectations or a seasoned pro like Craig Anderson, I'd go with Anderson right now, but I'm not the coach. They don't pay me. So if they go with Vanacek, I'm yeah, I think it's, it's Boston in six, but I guess we'll see. But, uh, but there you go, folks, that was it. A quick and dirty NHL playoff preview here on a Sunday morning with the one and only PC Tunney, the birthday boy himself. Mr. Tunney, let people know where can they check out all the great stuff going on on the chairshot.com and you too, yeah, of course. Head on, head on over to the chairshot.com chairshot radio network on all your favorite streaming devices. Listen to chairshot radio every day. You can follow me at PC Tunney, DWI podcast, pot is war, et cetera, et cetera. Usually podcasting with my man over here on Sundays for bandwagon nerds as well. So pleasure to be on chairshot radio Sunday morning, sir. I appreciate you being here. We will uh, have some commercial outro messages here and get you guys on with the rest of your day. But until next time, thank you for checking out the Chairshot Radio on the Chairshot Network, a part of the Chairshot.com. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Go to powerslam.tv, promo code chairshot. Get your free month. Again, that's powerslam.tv, promo code chairshot. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done.